0: News. Good afternoon, it's one o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. The headlines, Hong Kong developers ramp up new flat building as part of efforts to reduce the housing crisis. Disgraced former chief executive Donald Tung heads back to jail after leaving hospital. And executive councillor Ronnie Tong says localist groups should be safe from a possible government ban. Home building is being stepped up to try to alleviate Hong Kong's housing crisis. Data from the Housing Bureau shows property developers have recently started more projects. It also says they've completed more homes, though the Bureau has also cut back projections of the number of private flats that will hit the market in the near term. Altis Wong reports.
1: Developers started building 9,000 flats during the three months to the end of June. That's 61% more than previous quarter and 50% up from the same period last year. The number of completed homes also increased sharply to 5,000 in the second quarter, up from just 1,200 in the first three months of this year. But despite that, the government is scaling back its projection of the number of private flats that will come on the market in the next three to four years, from 96,000 to 93,000. These include some 9,200 completed homes currently held by developers. About 3,600 of them have been vacant since 2016 or even earlier, while 4,000 were completed last year. Those flats may in future be subject to vacancy tax the chief executive proposed earlier this month to discourage developers hoarding new flats.
0: Former Chief Executive Donald Tung has been discharged from Queen Mary Hospital after spending a week in a custodial ward. He was handcuffed and wearing brown prison garb and a surgical mask and was taken in a wheelchair to a correctional services van. It's expected he's to be sent back to prison. The disgraced former leader was sent back to jail last Friday after the court dismissed his appeal against his conviction for misconduct in public office but cut his 20-month sentence to 12. Mr Tung reportedly felt unwell and was hospitalised soon after. Executive Councillor Ronnie Tong says he doesn't believe localist groups or those advocating self-determination for Hong Kong face being banned by the government as they're not calling for independence, unlike the Hong Kong National Party. He was speaking after the party's convener, Chan Ho Tin, expressed concern that authorities would rein in similar groups after attempting to ban his, but Mr Tong disagrees. As far as I know, the National Party is the only political party which states clearly that they uh, intended to achieve uh, independence. Uh, At the moment, uh, I see no other political party has this particular uh, manifesto. A high-profile English tutor and a former marking assistant have been granted bail after appearing in West Kowloon Court accused of leaking exam papers. Chris Lau, who's 43, and 19-year-old Seraph Wong each face one count of accessing a computer with dishonest intent and conspiracy for an agent to accept an advantage. Mr Wong's lawyer requested an adjournment to discuss with his client how to plead. The next hearing is September the 21st. Mr Lau from Modern Education is accused of offering a thousand to Mr Wong last year for information on the Diploma of Secondary Education exams. A former head of the state petroleum giant, Sinopec, has been sentenced to 16 years in prison for bribery. Here's Alex Price. Su Shulin was appointed as head of the vast Sinopec company in 2007. He was young and soon became one of the few new generation provincial leaders, leaving Sinopec to become governor of Fujian in 2011. He also served as the province's Communist Party deputy chief. However, he soon fell foul of President Xi Jinping's anti-corruption drive. Xinhua said his trial on May 11th was closed to the public as the case concerned state secrets. It reported that he was convicted of accepting money and gifts worth over $36 In yuan personally or through his relatives north korea has begun handing over the remains of american soldiers killed during the korean war in the 1950s a u.s military aircraft has returned to an airbase in the south after collecting the remains at Wonsan airport in the north the repatriation of the fallen soldiers was agreed at last month's singapore summit between president trump and the north korean leader kim jong-un the bbc's laura bicker is in seoul
1: These are thought to be the remains of US soldiers killed in action during the Korean War between 1950 and 1953. Now, there are around over 5,000 US soldiers unaccounted for in North Korea, thought to have been killed in action. Some of those remains have been repatriated over the years but obviously as, as heightened tensions grew, it became difficult for any kind of process such as this to take place. But this is the first step since uh, certainly since Singapore that we've seen that perhaps President Trump's summit with Kim Jong-un is yielding results.
0: The U.S. government says more than 1,800 children separated from their parents as they illegally crossed the border from Mexico have now been reunited with their families or released. But now that a court deadline for reunions has expired, more than 700 others remain in custody. Here's the BBC's Chris Buckler. President Trump's zero-tolerance crackdown on people illegally
1: crossing the border into the US led to more than 2,500 children being separated from their families. A court deadline to reunite all of them with their parents
0: has now passed. And while the majority are now either with their families or being released into someone else's care, government lawyers say that 711 children are still apart from their parents. Civil rights campaigners claim there's still a lot of confusion and that the figures suggest dozens of separated children have yet to be matched with their families. The Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives, Paul Ryan, says he opposes a move by two fellow House Republicans to initiate a bid to remove the Deputy Attorney General, Rod Rosenstein. He's the Justice Department official overseeing the Mueller investigation into alleged Russian interference in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. Mr. Ryan cannot block any impeachment process, but his opposition makes it less likely. He made the comments at a news conference in Washington. Do I support impeachment of Rod Rosenstein? No, I do not. I do not for a number of reasons. First, I don't think we should be cavalier with this process or with this term. Number two, I don't think that this rises to the level of high crimes and misdemeanors, a really high standard. Turkey says it won't tolerate U.S. threats over a detained American pastor whose trial on terrorism charges is straining relations between the two NATO allies. The Turkish foreign minister said no one dictated to his country. President Trump has demanded that Turkey immediately release Andrew Brunson or face consequences, comments echoed by the vice president, Mike Pence. If Turkey does not take immediate action to free this innocent man of faith and send him home to America, the United States will impose significant sanctions on Turkey until Pastor Andrew Brunson is free. Imran Khan, the former cricket legend who's set to become Pakistan's next Prime Minister, says he wants to unite the country under his leadership. He said the election was clean, but he's willing to investigate his rival's claims of vote-rigging in the general election. They accuse him of colluding with the army. The BBC's Anbarasan Rajan reports. In the last two days, what they are saying is
1: that polling agents were not allowed to sit through the count. Some of them were sent out. The deployment of heavy security forces, they all say it points out to wide-scale rigging. That's what one of the party leaders was saying earlier in the day. The military and the election commission both deny these accusations and they say it was one of the fairest elections.
0: The Greek government says it believes the deadly wildfires near the capital may have been started deliberately. Earlier, the defence minister said buildings constructed without authorization had blocked escape routes. But angry survivors have accused officials of being slow to respond to the emergency. At least 83 people are known to have died. Dozens more remain missing. The French President Emmanuel Macron says he's not in favour of opening negotiations with Washington on an all-embracing trade deal between the European Union and the US. Speaking in Madrid, Mr Macron said the current context didn't allow for such a deal. In terms of access to the American public markets, which are today largely closed, we need to see clear gestures from the United States, signals of de-escalation on steel and aluminium, where illegal taxes have been applied by the US. In my view, we need to intervene on those matters before taking any further steps. His comments come after France asked the European Commission to clarify details of an agreement with the United States to work together to reduce trade barriers. The online retail giant Amazon has announced a 12-fold increase in quarterly profits. Revenue rose 39% compared with this time last year. The BBC's Dave Lee reports.
2: There was a time when Amazon was simply an online store. Now it's more accurate to call it an empire. Estimates suggest as many as half of all online sales in the US are via Amazon. It's not stopping there. Its plans to disrupt the global healthcare industry have just started. But if there's one thing that could stop Amazon, it's Washington. Some members of Congress have expressed concern about market dominance. And President Trump tweeted recently that he thought Amazon should be investigated, though many suspect his motivation may be driven by the fact Jeff Bezos, who's now the world's richest man, also owns the Washington Post.
0: In local finance news, a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 28,769. That's down 11 points on the previous close. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 111.02 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 16 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 28 cents. A tenth critically endangered black rhino has died in Kenya after a botched attempt to move some of the animals to a new reserve. Eleven rhinos were relocated last month at Tsavo East National Park. Announcing the tenth death, the Kenyan tourism minister said the animals had died from stress, intensified by salt poisoning caused by drinking excessively salty water. He said wildlife officials involved in the transfer had been negligent. Hong Kong's annual Anicom and Games Fair has opened this morning. More than 400 brands are showcasing and selling their latest animation products and games at the five-day fair. For the first time, the organizer issued non-transferable tickets days before the fair, allowing 400 die-hard fans to be the first to enter the event. The new arrangement aims to prevent chaos at the opening where the keenest participants used to line up overnight to get limited edition products. Ian Wu, a 17-year-old student, says he was thrilled to get two limited edition Octopus cards with his favorite anime characters printed on them for 600 Hong Kong dollars.
1: It is worth it. Well, it is limited product and I'm very excited I get it. And later we'll, be, uh, we'll, we'll call it at the uh, shop. Paul
0: McCartney has delighted a lucky group of Beatles fans. They were treated to a surprise gig at the Cavern Club, the rebuilt venue in the English city of Liverpool where the band carved out its fame in the early 60s. During his performance of Beatles Standards, he told the crowd that the band didn't know if they would ever make it for me, like, uh, all those years ago
1: when we came here and played, you know. Woo! We didn't know if we'd ever have any future, but we did okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and so, you know, coming back here, here there, and all my guys and all our crew and stuff—that's pretty, pretty amazing for me.
0: And now to the sports news. Here's Adam Jones.
2: We start with baseball. The New York Yankees will play the next three weeks without their home run leader. Aaron Judge suffered a fractured right wrist after getting hit by a pitch during the Yankees' 7-2 win against the Kansas City Royals. Judge left the game after taking a 93-mile-per-hour fastball from Jacob Junis in the first inning. Earlier, the Yankees put pressure on the league-leading Boston Red Sox by acquiring All-Star pitcher J.A. Happ from the Toronto Blue Jays. The Yankees traded two prospects to secure the left-hander, who has won 10 of his 20 starts for the Blue Jays this season. The Yankees trailed the Red Sox by four and a half games in the American League East. With four days to go until the trade deadline, the Arizona Diamondbacks are under pressure to make a move. They trailed the LA Dodgers by just a game in the NL West. The Dodgers added also star Manny Machado in a high-profile acquisition last week. The D-backs have been linked with Toronto pitcher Marcus Stroman. Here's RTHK's Ray Javanovich.
0: I've got to be honest with you, watching the Arizona Diamondbacks four games this week in Chicago, I went to two of the games at Wrigley. I'm not at all impressed by the Arizona D-backs. I don't think they're really going to be contending. The Dodgers, despite a lot of injuries to their superstars, you know, with Machado, I think that the Dodgers and Matt Kemp, who's come back, he's having a sensational year as he's approaching 37 years of age. I think the Dodgers and it could, you know, Colorado and the Giants, it's going to be a very interesting National League West.
2: Sir Alex Ferguson has spoken publicly for the first time since emergency brain surgery in May. The former Manchester United manager released a video on MUTV to thank medical staff and everyone who supported his recovery.
0: Just a quick message, first of all, to thank the medical staff at Michaelsfield, Salford Royal, and Alexandra Hospitals. But we may, without those people, who gave me such great care, I will not be sitting here today. Thank you very much. It's made me feel so humble, as all the messages I've had from all over the world, wishing me the best, and the good wishes do resonate very, very strongly with me. So thank you for that support you've given me.
2: To cycling, and Team Sky's Guerin Thomas has retained his overall lead at the Tour de France as Arnaud de Marais won a sprint finish to take the 18th stage. Thomas finished safely in the peloton to maintain his lead of 1 minute 59 seconds over the Dutchman Tom de Moulin. His teammate and defending champion Chris Froome is third, a further 32 seconds behind with only a mountain stage and a time trial to come before Sunday's finale in Paris. And
0: that's your look at sports. Thanks Adam
2: and that's the news
0: from RTHK.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Across an ocean, far from home, life is making no sense, riding in between the highs and lows. of the way that black bird flies. Free among the people. Those quarter million stories